Oh, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm like, okay, congrats. You're recording. All right. <laughs> Press record. You just, what do you want a cookie? Yes, please. Good job. You did your job. Congrats. But also, okay. no, no cookies. No more cookies. But <laughs> too many cookies yeah. at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere I go, it's just food. Happy 2023. Happy 2023. Isn't that weird? It, it is. It's really weird. <laughs> you didn't think about gra- it. Graduated school almost 20 years. Why do you say ugly words like that to me? I'm really sad. I'm really sad about it. I look, my hands are old. My hands look old. There's like hand creams and stuff. You can, I don't know what you want me to do with that. I was looking at my hands the other day and I was like, dang, I got old people hands. My hands still look youthful. Mine don't. This might be the weirdest conversation we've had. What, that my hands look old? This is not the weirdest conversation we've ever had. I guarantee it. <laughs> I know me. <laughs> Meanwhile, anybody listening is like, it's definitely not the weirdest conversation you guys have ever had. It's not even the weirdest conversation you guys have had on mic. That's fair, listener. That's fair. Okay. Anyways. Touche. Touche. <laughs> All right. You ready to get started? Hey, guys. I'm Kelly. And I'm Ashley. And welcome to A Day With Murder. So our case today is from November 29th, 1980. No, calm down, calm down. It is not November 29th. But see, see what, what happened was. What happened was I sent Ashley a message a couple days ago and I was like, oh, we have to record. When do you want to record? And she goes, um, <laughs> I forgot that I needed to research. And I was, okay, well, should we take the week off? And we discussed it. We decided, no, we had these, we had two episodes that we had researched previously and ended up not being able to record because of the flu. So we just decided to use one that we had already researched. Surprise. Surprise. And welcome to 2023 with the chaos. And 20, no, I don't know about that. Wait a second. Oh, wait, no. I feel like we entered too many many of the previous years with chaos. Let's not. Oh, okay, no chaos. Anyways, so we are going to record this episode as though it's happening on November 29th because all of our events and everything are from November 29th also. But it's a very interesting case and we did, like it's one we wanted to talk about what? Time travel. Time travel. (laughs) Nailed it. All right, you guys. So here we go. This was a note left by 32-year-old Granger Taylor on his parents' bedroom door on November 29th, 1980. Quote, Dear mother and father, I have gone away to walk aboard an alien spaceship as recurring dreams assured a 42-month interstellar voyage to explore the vast universe, then return. I am leaving behind all my possessions to you as I will no longer require the use of any. Please use the instructions in my will as a guide to help. Love, Granger. After his parents found this note, he was never seen again. Okay, so if I text this to you, Mm -hmm. what would you do? I would say, Ashley, stop smoking pot. (laughs) Go to bed. After you said that, though. I would say, I don't believe you because you are not leaving behind your possessions. Send me a picture of your stuff you're taking with you, and then I might believe you. (laughs) It's just PD in my blankies. Where are you going? Go to space. Plus one suitcase full of snacks. Who knows what snacks I'll have in space? I don't trust it. I don't trust space snacks. Space snacks. (laughs) Don't know them. I've never had them. Okay. Granger was born October 7th, 1948 in Duncan, British Columbia. That's in Canada? It is. Yeah. Okay. 
His father died by drowning during a family vacation when Granger was an infant. His mother, Grace, married Jim Taylor when he was about two. They became a blended family of 10, with Granger being the oldest of the eight children. The shy, socially awkward, eccentric Granger dropped out of school after eighth grade and began working with his machinery as well as explosives, something he was really good at. Jennifer Horvath, executive producer of Toronto's Alibi Entertainment, said, quote, He was very much of the place where he grew up. The work that he did as far as finding machinery and restoring it was impressive for somebody who didn't have a lot of formal education. He could build anything. He was a uniquely talented guy. Yeah, but playing with explosives, dude. Explosives. You just play with them. It's fine. I don't. No? You I'm terrified playing with time? firecracker. Like when we do fireworks on 4th of July. Oh, I don't fireworks. I do. A sparkler's iffy. <laughs> yeah, for you. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know about that, about a hobby for an eighth grader. Oh, that's I mean, a... everybody's different. Not me as an eighth grader. Not me as a... I don't think any eighth grader should be allowed to do that. That's just what, me. blow up stuff? Yeah. No, that's like, right. yeah, blow up stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. Please, this is why you're not allowed to babysit, just so you know. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So Granger fixed up an old broken train and would take kids on rides through his parents' 21-acre farm. Even though he was a big, burly guy, he became a mentor to a lot of kids from his town, especially Robert Keller, who was 15 when Granger went missing. Robert helped Granger build a, quote, spaceship from two satellite dishes. They added a couch, and it became sort of a hangout spot where Granger would work on other things he wanted to build. Which, actually, that sounds really cool. That sounds like right? a cool premise, like a hangout spot for a TV show. You know what I'm talking Definitely. about? Definitely. Inside of a little spaceship. Uh -huh. Absolutely it does. Yes, please. He eventually began talking about traveling to space. Robert said, quote, Granger was the most intelligent, down-to-earth, wise man that I've ever met in my life. He wasn't a nut. He was a very, very intelligent guy who carried on with his life normally. But after you say spaceman, then all of a sudden he becomes a nut. Eventually, in that spaceship they made, Granger added radios that he claimed he was able to use to communicate with aliens. I mean, how do you know he wasn't? In all seriousness. In all seriousness. Aliens don't want to talk to us. I thought you were going to say they don't exist. And I was like, we will no. end this friendship right now. I feel like alien. You know that meme of that baby that walks into a room and like makes that panic face and immediately. Yeah. I feel like that's aliens seeing Earth. <laughs> <laughs> they come closer to us, see us, and then immediately panic and turn around. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I mean, I could see it. But then I don't know. We try to make contact with other planets. So I feel like other planets would be trying to make contact with us. Like Robert was right. Like whenever you say you know, spaceman or anything like that, then whatever you say afterwards doesn't even count because they think that the person's crazy. Well, that's true. But you also have to remember that Robert was 15 at the time and Granger was like this older guy who was spending time with him. So we kind of have to look at what he says is with the grain of like idol worship type situation. Fair enough. And I'm not saying that wanting to go to space or thinking that you can talk with aliens is crazy because I don't. I think aliens are exist. I mean, I think aliens are real. I just, I don't know. I don't think they're, I don't think that they're interested in speaking with us. And I also don't think they were interested in speaking with us. If they weren't, haven't spoken with us now, they How weren't talking to not, us though? in 1980. Because somebody would have said something. I don't know. You don't know what? I mean, it depends on who they talked to. Somebody would have said something. I mean, if they talked to me, I would have told someone, but. Yes, honey. Me. That's what I'm saying. Like, they probably choose people that won't tell their secrets. Then they would have told me. <laughs> I don't tell secrets. Well, you have nobody to tell but me, and it's fine. 
You realize we're sitting in front of a microphone, like speaking to anybody who wants to listen, right? Oh, I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> like whenever like mom tells me something, she's like, all right, don't tell anybody. She's like, I know you're going to tell Kelly, but don't tell anybody <laughs> else. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Granger began telling Robert about re recurring, reoccurring. Recurring what? is either way. Recurring is correct. Okay. Granger began telling Robert about recurring dreams he was having about the aliens. How can it be either way? It's either recurring or reoccurring. I don't like when you just blink at me like that. Because I'm too tired for this conversation. <laughs> oh, okay. Rude. I don't like English. He told Robert he was able to have telepathic conversations with them. Granger told him, quote, someone came to me and told me that they needed me and they needed my thoughts and my expertise in some things and they wanted to take me with them. Robert blew this off, but a few days later, there was another conversation. Granger said that the aliens were coming for him on a certain night and it had to be a stormy night so that no one would see their spaceships. Robert asked him where he was going and Granger said, quote, I can't tell you that. They made it very clear that I can't tell anybody where the meeting place is or what time because they don't want anybody following. <sighs> hey, Kelly, I'm going to go do this thing at this place, but I can't tell you about it. Yeah, that wouldn't fly in our friendship. You know? No. <laughs> You're like, no. I'll be back in 42 months. It's fine. <laughs> no. They need me, though. <laughs> no. They need my expertise. You want a snack? Yeah. See? That's all I'd have to do. Oh. <laughs> and I've got you. I've got her back, guys. Touche. <laughs> I like that. See, this, to me, reads a little mental health episode E. Yes. Like, it seems a little bit... What was he? 30, 32? 1948? Um, he was born in 1948. This happened in 1980. So yeah, he would have been about 32. So this, yeah, seems a little bit like, um, you know, people are talking to him, telling him he needs to be somewhere. It's, uh, you can't tell anybody. It just seems a little bit like... But then, to be fair, I could also see aliens actually saying stuff like that. That's what I'm saying! But I don't, that's what I, I'm saying! And based on what happens, I don't think that's what happened here. So... On the night of November 29, 1980, the town of Duncan had what they considered the storm of the century. At 6 p.m., Granger went down to Bob's Grill for dinner, where he was a regular. Afterwards, he got into his 1972 blue Datsun truck and simply vanished. The next morning is when his parents noticed that he was missing, and they saw the note on the door. On the back side of the note was a hand-drawn map of Waterloo Mountain, which was a spot not far from his family's farm. In his will, he had left, the words death were replaced with departure, and the word funeral was taken out completely. Police investigations and searches never turned up anything. June 29th, 1983, um, and that was the date of Granger's supposed arrival back to Earth. His stepbrother Douglas, who worked for the Canadian Coast Guard, sat out on his boat and looked and waited for Granger to come back. He never did. The tailor's back door to their house remained unlocked for years in the event that he should walk back through it at some point. That's so sad. Both of those are really sad. The brother sitting out and waiting. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, like, hey, I don't know if my brother really went to space, but if he did, he's right. To come back Even today. if you don't really believe it in the back of your head, you think like maybe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, that's heartbreaking. It's really sad. To have like a specific date that you're like, wait. 
oh man and then nothing happens that's that's just heartbreaking i just gave myself goosebumps i don't like that i don't like that idea at all okay in march of 1986 forest workers found what seems like a crater in the earth not far from taylor's farm at the scene was a blown up vehicle which was later determined to be granger's truck some bone fragments which could not be completely determined and a piece of a t-shirt there's mixed reviews on this did he kill himself was it an accident robert keller said quote he was too smart to have an accident up on the mountain there's no way he knew how to handle explosives he was basically an expert so when it came to safety that was his number one priority it doesn't work with me he wouldn't have had an accident and he wouldn't have done it on purpose granger's brother joseph said quote let's set the record granger's gone he's dead he's did some amazing things granger had some challenges he couldn't deal with those challenges he took his life after the discovery at that scene the case was then closed with no definite ending so nobody knows what happened yeah, I think poor Robert is a little bit naive to think yeah. that Innocent. he couldn't have had, yeah, couldn't have had an accident. There's no way he could have had an accident. Everyone, I don't care how much training you've had, there can be any kind of accident, especially when it comes to explosive. And, you know, Granger wasn't... Um, You're called an accident for a reason. Yeah, and it wasn't like he was, school, like, went to school or something to work with. You know, he taught himself how to do it. So he absolutely could have had an accident, which is what I think happened. I think he was planning to set some kind of bomb off to draw attention for the aliens to find him. And it just had an accident. And I think that's heartbreaking. Yes, I think it's heartbreaking. I do think it's weird that the that it was found not far from the farm. And they said that they searched it and it was found six years later. Yeah, that seems weird to me. Yeah, within six years, you didn't find that. Well, here's another idea. Maybe the aliens took him and his truck. And when they dropped him back down the bomb exploded because there's no other way to get it back to earth yeah and i mean that sincerely i honestly believe aliens exist oh 100 percent they do yeah i honestly you believe cannot aliens tell exist. me that in this entire universe and all the other ones planet with life on it no i i believe that there's more but well, that's what i'm saying yeah i believe that there's more i don't know i think it's very sad i think if it wasn't that then he was having some kind of mental health situation and i think it's really sad that he couldn't that nobody was really equipped at the time to recognize it and help him with it. And it's just sad. It's sad. It is. Because he seemed like he would have been a really smart dude. He could have done a lot of really cool stuff. And now he's gone. And it's sad. I'm sad now. Maybe he's just still in space. Could be. Yeah, maybe they just dropped the truck. Yeah. Like his old clothes in it. He doesn't need them anymore. He's got space clothes. And it landed Ooh. on like a bird or something. What kind of space clothes? I don't know. Don't they wear like, I don't know. I'm not an alien. I've never spoken to aliens. And if I had, I would certainly wouldn't tell you why you would tell everyone (laughs) if i haven't been contacted by aliens you're the reason why i have not been contacted (laughs) i was on my list and then they saw my best friend and they were like "Mm, never mind cross her out (laughs) so thanks i'm so sorry i disqualified (laughs) you from the aliens thanks for that you're welcome okay so our hearts go out to granger taylor's family and we hope that you guys are doing okay I hope he's in space. I hope that's what I hope too. I like that idea. He's yeah. just in space. It's fine. He's just in space and had to get rid of his truck. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you don't need it in space. Or do you? Who knows? He would be 74 right now. Just no, he would in be. space. Or maybe not. Who knows how time moves in space? Ooh. <laughs> Why would you want to come back then? You know right? what I mean? 
Huh? All right, yeah, he's definitely in space. So that's what I hope happened. That's what I. That's what I'm hoping for. Yep, he's just floating around. All right. Hi. Hi. You're gonna ask me for a happy ending. Oh, hi. Can I have a happy ending, please? Why did you whisper that at me? <laughs> oh, because you whispered at me. You whispered, yelled at me. <laughs> I did not yell at you. Oh, whispering is the exact opposite of yelling. Hi, can I have a happy ending, though? Sure. Okay, so our birthday's today, November 29th. In 1964, Don Cheadle was born. I don't know who that is. Don played, Cheeto? Not Don Cheeto, Don Cheadle. Not like How? the animal? No. He's Iron Man's best friend. Oh, the real Rhodey. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Rhodey. Okay. okay. I'm with it now. How dare you, ma'am? You know I don't know people's names. I don't care. You got to tell me who he is. You're a monster. I did. I told you. He's Don Cheadle. Well, I mean. Anyways. To me. Okay. And then He's in 19. 19- Don Cheadle to me. He's Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. In, in 1972. <laughs> Brian Baumgartner was born, and he's the guy who played um, Kevin Malone in The Office. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes, please. He's the one that drops the chili. It's so sad. We, we were discussing so hard. it at work the other day. He did. He really did. The things in the shows where people work really hard on food, and then they drop it, and it gets ruined, they really stresses me out. Yeah. It's one of my least favorite things that happen. It really stresses me out. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. And then um, in 1976, Anna Ferris was born. And, okay, you know who she is? Yeah. Yes. I think she's so, I don't know why she's not more famous. I think she's so good. She's so cute, too. And she's one of those people that I always root, she's, I root for her characters when she's in yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then also in 1976, may he rest, Chadwick Boseman was born. Oh. Black Panther. So we had two, two Marvel birthdays today. I knew who that one was. Yeah. Poor thing. Poor thing. I don't want. I I want to see the new Black Panther, and I don't. Also, I haven't seen it yet. I will see it eventually, but I, I'm. I know it'll be good, but I also know that I'll I'll cry very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So our events for today. Um, in 1944, Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore performed the first open heart surgery. In when now? 1944. Can you picture that conversation? Uh-uh. Nope. Be like, look, homie it's hear, we're gonna hear me out we're gonna cut you open we're gonna break your ribs we're gonna take your heart and look at it you'll be fine <laughs> yeah it's don't worry it's fine it'll it'll work it's it's not a big deal can you i just want to do what now <laughs> um, um i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm good but are you no. drunk <laughs> and now like people do it and you're just like okay i mean it's still like a it's big still, thing, yeah it's but... a big deal but now it's just it happens all the time yeah so yeah weird. no i'm good no it's not weird Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but nope. uh, that's true for everything somebody had to be the first in everything nope <sighs> so weird okay and then in 1963 lbj um set up the warren commission to investigate the assassination of jfk of jfk which was basically a, wa- a complete waste of time the warren commission yes. was a waste of time um okay and then in 1972 the co-founder of atari released pong which yes. was the first commercially yes. successful video game and it was released in andy capp's tavern in sunnyvale california not sunnydale for all my buffy listeners sunnyvale california when was this 1972 dang okay and it was the first commercially successful video game okay that's weird isn't that weird what i don't know video games how they've evolved oh, it used to be uh, bouncing a ball on a like yeah. a blog boop boop that's it boop <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. And people would play it for like hours. 
and people are like okay yes we need more please like what okay <laughs> thank All you right. to whoever said we need more please <laughs> thank you for my video games i appreciate you and now we have minecraft and call of duty and super auto pets final fantasy and dragon age and mass effect and those witcher anyways okay so those are our events for today who caught your eyes this week these David weeks from Shit's creek okay and oh okay two <laughs> okay this is our <laughs> podcast you can have as many as you want i'm only david, gonna listen to two yeah david from Shit's creek because i had to put on a comfort show and you know Shit's creek was my choice same and i just forgot just how much i'm so in love with him it's ridiculous yeah he's pretty fabulous yeah like if he like came in i'd be like all right let's go like you're um okay we're gonna be like life partners or something <laughs> whatever it's fine he doesn't get a choice no okay well that seems creepy but okay um and sheldon from big bang theory i hate big bang theory i hate it so much why everyone <laughs> it's just awful it's just an awful show but why go ahead and say why because it like because he's got the OCD thing, too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that he does and they make fun of him for, I'm like, no, nah, I get it, homie. Like, <laughs> uh, trust me, I understand. And I just connected with him. Okay. Good. Those are two very different characters. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> wow. Yep. That's what I like. Okay. Who caught your eye? Uh, in the same vein, I also had to put on a comfort show this week and I watched old episodes of New Girl. And I just, I think it's so good. It's so, that is one show that is just perfectly cast. They're just, it's one of those shows you watch and you wonder how much is scripted and how much is just these people being ridiculous. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're just so good. Like it just, it's just so ridiculous and funny and it's just, it's a great show. And I just love them all. That makes me happy. Yeah. So that was our case from November 29th, 1980. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A Date With Murder and on Facebook at A Date With Pod. Bye. All right. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Amen. Amen. Okay. Bye. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Hugs and kisses. Bye. High fives and handshakes. Bye. Hugs and kisses. Waves and finger guns. Hugs and kisses. Absolutely not. The answer is no. Fine. Consent is real. No, it's a full sentence. That's exactly right. Okay. Thank you. Thank I'm so you. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And then like today I go to work and it's, I don't know, 10, 15 this morning. Uh-huh. And my stomach just starts growling. <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> and like two people in the office just turn and look at me and I'm like, Sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm just hungry. <laughs> you know me, I'm just hungry. And then we ordered Chick-fil-A, so everything got fixed. It's oh, nice, fine. I guess. Kind of mm. anti-Chick-fil-A, but okay, that's fine. Whatever, you do Sorry. you do. Hey yeah. guys, I- oh, okay. <laughs> so I was just going to go. I was like, okay, I assume that means she's ready. She's not speaking. That doesn't happen. That has to mean that she's ready for me to speak. Nope, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've missed you. Uh- <laughs>